Hi fam fam, welcome to the Freedom Series. Today I'm gonna to talk about how to start investing. So I wouldn't consider myself an extensive or an advanced investor, but I definitely feel confident in letting you know how I've gotten started and what I've learned over the last 15 years of trying to learn about finances and how to manage and grow wealth. This was a requested video, so I thought it was a perfect thing to talk about for our Freedom Series. Before we begin in how to get started, I kind of want to clarify something that I've noticed and learned in the differences between people who understand and find value in investing versus say the average consumer or person who doesn't have much of a savings or investments. And that difference is in the perception of money. So the person that is an avid investor, typically wealthy, typically seems to have money coming from different places, I've noticed uses money and looks at money as a tool to grow money, to grow opportunity and to manage more time, have more time, replicate resources and experiences, whereas a average consumer person typically looks at money as a way to buy things. So really simplified, the wealthy person uses money to generate more time and resources, whereas an average consumer uses money to buy more stuff, to gain status in materialistic property. So with that said, I was taught a number of different things that I feel like is pretty good and we'll see how it pans out when I'm ready to retire and when this all you know, grows over time, but this is something that I thought I would share with you because I found it very valuable for me. And if I could go back, you know, 15 or even 20 years previous, I would tell myself to really make these things a priority and make it super important. And that first thing is to just make sure that you don't mess with debt. It's a common thing to go in debt over certain items like cars or financing your computer for school or just using a credit card and carrying a balance that you pay off little by little. I'm okay with financing a house, but really I think ideally you would have a huge down payment, like 50% down. So I've spent a lot of my time learning the process of respecting the idea of debt and no debt and getting into debt and getting out of debt and not knowing certain things financially and growing a large company and going into debt over taxes and having to get out. And so I just really wish that I was taught or more aware of the practices of staying out of debt and why it's so important not to be in debt. If you are on a journey like myself where your parents don't practice this and they don't really teach you, I wouldn't feel guilty about it. You know, it's not something to feel guilty about if you are in debt, but just like something to be aware of and to try to change because debt is like a slavery. Like in my mind, if you're in debt, it's like slavery. You're a slave to the lender. You're a slave to these payments. You are tied down and it's really hard to get out and have opportunity and have the ability to have flexibility when you're tied to debt and payment. So that is number one, before you start investing, 
get out of debt, stay out of debt, and try to stay far away from debt. The second step to investing is to actually save up enough money to cover your expenses for a minimum of three to six months. Absolutely minimum. For me, I don't feel very comfortable if I have less than a year. And this is because if the market falls or you have an injury or like something detrimental happens, you wanna be able to have resources that allows you time and no stress when it comes to the money to deal with those things and get yourself back on your feet to carry on. And I've seen money just cause, or like the lack of money cause so much stress in situations like this. And I was just so thankful for the time when Brett went to emergency surgery, he had emergency surgery and we had that money. And yes, it cut our time short in when we had to pick our business back up again. But at the same time, we weren't super stressed about being able to pay these hospital bills or going into big debt or bankruptcy over having to handle those things. So a lot of people say that money is not important. Um, I would disagree to a certain extent because we live in a world where money is how we accumulate our resources and the things that keep us alive, like buying food or buying our shelter. And so having at least enough money to reduce the amount of financial strain or stress actually helps improve your quality of life in that front end. It's just the excessive or over excessive amounts of money that don't really provide more happiness or necessity in a person's life. So just to clarify that perspective, because I do think there's a point where it's like, do you need it? You know, or what are you doing with it? Like we can hoard it and it can be a unhealthy thing. But at the same time, having a good amount of resources to back you up in a time of emergency or when you need, I think is very important and a responsible thing to do. The third way to start investing is to start a retirement fund. So if your company offers a 401k plan or if they don't and you're self-employed and or you're self-employed, you can start an IRA account. I like the Roth IRA because it is tax-free when you go to liquidate, meaning you pay the taxes up front. So keep in mind that all your investments or the things that you make money on, even if it is the stock market or a retirement account, you're gonna get taxed on just like you get taxed on your wages. So if you pay your taxes up front now, then they become tax-free later on when you go to cash out during your retirement era. Um, the 401k is nice because it becomes a tax deductible and you can actually do both. And I really like to say if you can, try to max out your Roth IRA, which is a maximum of $5,500 per person a year. It's just a little under $500 a month to save up for this and it's pretty it's pretty steadfast growth and it has been for a while, so you don't really have to worry about it much. I've seen a lot of people during this crash in 2008 try to liquidate because they were scared that they were gonna lose money and it was actually a mistake for them to not just like put the money away and not look at it because the market bounced back up and they ended up losing a lot of the money that they liquidated plus paying the fees to liquidate early was not worth it. So I would just say, the biggest perspective to have when it comes to investing is don't put all your eggs in one basket and don't expect for sure 100% that this is going to 
actually create a perfect retirement for you or like generate a certain amount. You wanna make sure that you diversify the things that you invest in so that if something does fall through, you have other things to help back you up. So a retirement account is probably the first thing I would say to get started with because it's pretty straightforward and easy to do and there's a lot of benefits in doing it right now as well as the amount of time that it sits in the marketplace. And then the next step that I would do is actually get life insurance. There's different debates when it comes to life insurance because there's so many different types out there that are structured differently, have different benefits, and pay out differently as well. I'm not gonna go into the details of it, but there is certain scenarios where I think life insurance is really important, and the earlier you get it, the better. For us as a family, we've seen what it's like to be in an emergency situation where it costs a lot of money and where there was a lot of stress in just the actual circumstance of it all, the last thing I would ever want to happen is if something happens to me and then my husband has to deal with grieving that loss, then taking care of the children on top of having to try to find a job by himself. Having life insurance to cover that will allow him to not worry about the money aspect of it and he can spend the next 15 to 20 years taking care of the kids without having to stress about the financials. And that's why life insurance is super important for me and my particular circumstance. I think it's also really helpful even if you're just married and you don't have kids. And I also believe that kids should be on life insurance as well. So you just have to take the time to look into it. But with term life insurance, it's pretty cheap. Um, you could do permanent life insurance, but like I said, we, it's like a whole topic that we can talk about. Um, I think term is pretty easy and pretty cheap, especially if you're young and it's worth just having just in case. Step five, which is where the fun part begins, when you have allocated enough money to set aside to save for an emergency, to set aside for your retirement account and to pay your life insurance, you take the extra money that you have and you save for capital. Capital cash that you're going to be using to play with. And it gets really fun because when you have capital, this is when you can say, I think I wanna buy that house and fix it up and see if we turnkey it or put a renter in it. Or I like this business that my friend or this colleague of mine is starting over here, I believe in it, I wanna invest in it and help it grow or this Kickstarter campaign or the stock market or cryptocurrencies, whatever you feel excited and passionate about that you wanna play with, you have the ability to do that because you have saved capital. And there's no right or wrong amount in what to save, I really like to say save as much as you can. And there's a common theme here that you're gonna notice, which is like, how where's this money gonna come from? Like, where am I gonna get it all? And we're gonna discuss this towards the end of the video. But um, it's important to have capital and you do need some capital to play with. Some people have approached this on debt or investing on debt. Rule number one, no debt. So obviously I don't recommend it whatsoever. Also remember what we talked about in the beginning of the video on how wealthy perceived money versus the average consumer. This is what it's all about. It's about how can I take this money, utilize it to learn, utilize it to grow, utilize it to develop more time and resources and opportunity in my life. And there was this amazing opportunity when I was about 14 or 15 years old when Apple, I think it split three times in a 12 month period, the stock did. And what splitting means is it means that the amount or the price of the stock has grown so big that they 
cut it into two shares, like individual shares will become two. So if you have 50 shares, you now have 100 that are worth half the price, but it gives you more room to grow. Typically when stocks split, it's because they're growing at a rapid enough rate to do that. And I saw this happening back in 2004, I wanna say, and I didn't have any capital. I was still in high school. I was just learning about investing. I was just brand new to the awareness of the stock market. And I said, man, I wish I could put even $300 into the Apple stock right now. And if I had done that, just 300 or even $1,000, it would have become exceedingly more without having to do anything but just leave it in there. And I didn't, and that's okay because that's part of the learning process too. So be aware of not having fear of missing out, FOMO, and try not to go into it with fear. Never put all of your money hoping that it's gonna be a life-changing event or like some sort of lottery win. This is where people go really wrong in investing. Um, when the market starts to change or have volatility, they start to get scared and they pull out at the wrong time. They don't know when to hold. And really I find that the best practice, if you're not gonna take the time to understand the volatility of specific markets, which it requires kind of a lot of time and effort to specialize in specific things. Like even if you're good at the stock market, you're not gonna be good at the whole stock market. You're gonna become more avid in particular types of shares or businesses and companies. And it takes a lot of time and effort. So if you don't have that time and effort, I have noticed what works really well for myself and what I notice a lot of really successful financial gurus talk about is just taking the time to save little by little every single month, put it away and just don't look at it. For the entire history of our current economy, the economy has only grown and increased. And I know there's a lot of fear on the horizon of potential apocalypse era and whatnot. And if that's the case, then the money situation's not gonna matter anyway. So you might as well take your money, save it, learn how to grow it and evolve with it. Don't just stay mindless about it. Tap into it and stay aware as much as possible and just start. Start, keep that portfolio diversified and repeat steps five through six. Continue to save that capital, spend the capital on learning and investing, save more capital, spend the capital on learning and investing and growing. And probably the last tip I would leave you with is that people who make money, lots of money, they don't spend it right away. The people who go broke, and that was <laughs> me several times over, is, uh, you know, I had a tendency when I made a lot of money, I was like, woohoo, I'm living up life and let's level up our amount of stuff and the things that we're paying for and kind of like the superfluous stuff, like I just want to upgrade everything. And I noticed that people who have capital and wealth and like money and are good at investing, when they make money, they take it and they're like, how can I leverage this to do the same thing, but more? And then instead of doubling down, they're like tripling, quadrupling 10 times down on their investment because they started with 5,000, turned it into 20, and they took that 20, turned it into 100, took that 100, turned it into a half a million, et cetera, and so forth. So it becomes an exponential growth rate if you continue at this pace and don't look at it as a means to making a million dollars and thinking that that's going to change the rest of your life. It is a life-changing amount for a short period of time 
or if you're on the other side of the world and you're living off $2 a day, that is obviously a life-changing amount. But if you're in this society living in the United States of America or a developed country and you wanna maintain your lifestyle or upgrade it, a million dollars is only gonna last you so long. So keep those things in mind and realize that money is a tool. There's nothing bad or good about it. There's nothing right or wrong about it. It's literally how you use a tool. It's like you would look at a knife. Are you using the knife to cut your vegetables or are you using it to inflict pain on somebody? How do you use this tool and what purpose are you using it for? So just keep that in mind when it comes to money and I hope that you got a lot of value and insight on this video. I was trying to keep it very simple but just a quick recap, get out of debt. If you're in debt, pay it off. Otherwise, stay away from it. Don't use it for investing or for anything as much as possible. Step two is make sure you save enough to cover your expenses six to 12 months minimum. <laughs> Start with a month, then move to three months, then six, then 12. Then make sure you have one or two or a few retirement accounts started that gets automatically put away. You don't even see it. It just gets taken out before the money hits your bank account as well as life insurance step four. After that, you get to move into the fun steps, which is step five, saving your money for capital so that you can step six, use that capital to learn and practice investing, putting a small amount into maybe stocks, a small amount into real estate, learn and continue to grow and make sure you diversify. And number seven, step seven, repeat number five and six, continuing to take the capital that you've learned or that you make from savings and putting it back into learning more and growing your investment investments. So let me know you like this video by hitting thumbs up. If you guys want to expound on this even more, let me know in the comments below any questions or comments and subscribe to the channel if you want to learn more on how to level up your current reality. Thank you guys so much for being here. Remember, be good, be great, and most of all, be grateful. I'll see you guys in the next video. Ciao.